Thank you for listening to the official podcast of Live Church Orlando, where we encourage you to live your life His way. For more information about Live Church and other resources, please visit livechurchorlando.com. Let's, let's talk about it. As you go. That's what we're talking about. As we go all year. As we go. 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 Oh, I love just talking about it. Every time I talk about it, I get a new, fresh perspective of it. This whole year, as we go. Everybody say, as we go. As we go. Tell your neighbor, don't judge me now. Judge me now. I'm, on I'm on my way. All right? I'm on the way. I'm on my way. I'm on my way. Don't judge me in this place. I'm, I'm going. As we go. There were 10 men that were lepers. Jesus said, go show yourselves to the priests. As they went, they were healed. That's, I, I, I can't love that scripture more. As they went... They were healed, and that is the Christian life. Keep going. You'll keep being healed. You'll keep being free. You'll keep being delivered. You'll keep. So don't let people judge you or condemn you for where you are. You caught me in my step. <laughs> Look at your name and say, you just caught me mid-step. That's all. I'm stepping. You know what I mean? Why you, don't judge me mid-step. Don't let anybody judge you, especially if you're on the way. All right? Little by little, the Lord is saying, little by little, I'll do it for you as we go. It's almost like if any man, so, so little by little, they became more healthy. Little by little, the sickness fell off. Little by little, depression falls off. Little by little, stress falls off. Go, go down your own list, right? It's kind of like if any man be in Christ, look at this. He is a new creature. I taught this before, but I love it. He is a new creature. Old things are present tense, right? Are is present tense. Old things are past. That's past tense. Away. And all things are, that's present tense, become. It's future tense. New. Old things are past. All things are become. New. Old things are past. All things are become. So in this moment, something is passing and I'm becoming. Woo! Wasn't that good? Y'all not loud enough. Come on, give God praise for that. That was good. In this, as I go, something is leaving and something is becoming. Whoa! This week, from Sunday to Sunday, something should be less and something should be more. This week, let's not let God be less. Let's let God be more and flesh be less. Because every day you're becoming and you're passing. Something is dying and something is living. Every decision you make. Yo, you should come out. What you doing? You go. In that decision, something is going to die and something is going to gain more life. If you say, nah, I'm a chiller. I got church tomorrow. God's way or whatever better got strengthened. Trifling and ratchet. Lost a little life, and it needs to. Every decision, every moment, every situation you go through, like, uh-oh, I'm at the crossroads of death and life. And it's in the power of my decision, my tongue. Wow. So every offense, somebody may not make you mad, because nobody can make you mad, but for figure of speech. Someone offends you and, 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 and you know, causes or probes anger you have a choice to let anger live or peace and it's not just that you choose it you strengthen whatever you choose I'm trying to help are you hearing me so if peace is weak in your life keep choosing it until she gets stronger if joy is weak in your life keep choosing that space until that option far outweighs anger. Because right now, offense totally outweighs turning the other cheek or anything in that vicinity. Because we have strengthened that thing. Everybody know. I'll slap you in your mouth. Everybody know. All Dr. Phillips know. Because you have strengthened that area to the point where it's like your, your brand who do men say that you are? 
Whatever you have strength in is who people will say you are. Oh, he's a smart guy because you respond intelligently. She's a kind girl because you respond with a sweet spirit. See, what is your brand? What's your brand? Tough guy? I don't, don't want to call the girls, you know. Ooh, God, get these. Jesus? <laughs> Party girl, let me just say that in the name of Jesus. This culture is hard on the women. So many derogatory names. Yeah, it's hard. But, well, what? What's your brand? I'm sorry, love. Whenever you're ready to talk, I'm ready. What's your brand? How do you innately respond? Let me get into the word because I, I feel I'm just flowing right now. But I love this type of stuff because that's life. Your choices. You're in the crossroads of this or that. And you never know who you are unless you're presented with trouble, trial, victories, success. Some of y'all are like, yeah, I've been, I've been hot. Y'all just noticing it. Arrogance is who you really want to be. So you just need success to project the arrogance in your heart, which is why it has not come. <laughs> this stuff I shout off of. I know y'all sitting down, but I like this stuff. Yeah, let's talk about it. As we go, man. Okay, did I, did I? Y'all all right? Okay. I love y'all. Y'all know that, right? Y'all love me? Y'all love live? Clap your hands if you love live and Jesus and Jesus in live and God's living all over Jesus at live. I want you to understand and you have to accept this. Our nature is of utmost stubbornness. When I say nature, it means it's not a feeling. You don't know it. It's just the package. I don't feel stubborn. I am in, in my old man. So you, you, you naturally go against any wisdom. Because you think the way I'm living has got me. You know, you know what I'm saying? It's, there's a stubbornness. So I want you to be coming here, be ready to be broken. And I want to know how that feels to you. Can you be broken today? Yeah, there's no good thing in you. I want to throw these things out. Let me see how you feel about it. There's no good thing in your flesh. Uh-uh, I'll give, I'll give somebody $5 this week. I'm a good, no good thing. No good thing in your flesh. Any good is God. God is Good. I want to see how you feel about that. Because if you agree, you have the spirit of God. Like, yes, it's him. If you don't, like, oh, hold on. Like, I don't need God to be good. To some, essentially, you say essentially. So I want to go into this with that understanding. Like, yo, I need a savior from myself. This is so good. All right. So. As we go, we're going to talk about ask, seek, knock. I'm trying to finish this now. The first script, ask, seek, knock. This is the year. This is the season to ask, to seek, to knock. This is not the year to be like, oh, I'm good. It's cool. I'll, probably, I'll figure it out. I'll just, no. No. Not just ask God. Ask people. I'm going to talk about all this. Nah, this ain't the year to be like, nah, it's cool. I'll, I'll just, don't let pride make you miss it. How many of y'all can look back and be like, man, if I'd have just asked? Or have your friends or somebody respond to you, hey, all you had to do was. Could it be that bless blessings are waiting to bless you, but they're not released until you ask? Could that be possible? Yes. So he says, therefore, whatever you ask when you pray, first scripture. What's up, homie? For the, the, the first scripture, therefore I say unto you, what things soever you desire when you pray, believe that you receive them and you shall have them. I know I did this last week, but let me review it quickly. Whatever you desire when you pray, I think it's important that the scripture says when you pray, because we desire a lot of things at a lot of different times. 
He didn't say whatever things you desire when you walk through Millennium Mall. Because it's a lot you desire, especially when you pass that Louis store, you're like, ooh, it's a lot that I desire. <laughs> Some of us, we pass that food court, like, ooh, oh, it's a lot that I desire. Boy, let me get on out of here, it's a lot that I desire. Or the Mercedes dealership right across the street, like, Jesus, that's a lot that I desire. Not whatsoever things you desire, period, but when you pray. In that moment, in that realm, when, when, when he's giving you those desires, I call it planted purpose. Remember that last week? He plants in your heart what to desire or what to long for. Delight yourself in him and he'll plant in you the desires of your heart. When I'm connected with God and we're praying in that moment, he's going to say, now, I want this. I need you to want this. You should go after this next. You should, he'll give you your next go after. Without instruction. Without like, now, get up and, no, without that, you'll wake up with like, you know what, I feel like I should. You, you understand what I'm saying? But when you pray. So let me take out when and me change it to do. Do ye pray? <laughs> Let me be Hebrew for a minute. Doth thou prayest? <laughs> Prayer is where you get your desires met. Yeah. Yes. Oh, yes. man. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> this is where he meets your desires. Believe that you receive them and you shall have them when you pray. But the purpose is, the point is in prayer, which is communication, love. The point of prayer, huh? Is to become one <laughs> with your husband or with your bride. We're the bride of Christ. Communication makes you one, not sex only. You understand what I'm saying? So, 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 you're, the point is to become one. That our desires are similar. That our desires are parallel. We share the same. My wife and I, we're basically growing into each other. Conversation, you know, when you start off, and you know, it's kind of funny and cute that you finish each other's sentences. It's crazy because I know exactly, exactly what you're going to say. Say. It was cute, but it was coincidence. Now, it's like we, because it's, it's not the general you know, completing each other's sentences. It's like we, we're becoming, we're growing into each other. Not just same ideas, same desires. I don't want this car anymore. Yeah, let's take it back. I was thinking the same thing. I was scared to tell you. No, I was scared to tell you. We're growing into each other. We should move it. I was thinking we should move. Oh, my God. Growing into each other. Our desires are matching. Y'all not. It's a sad thing. To be married to somebody who does not match your desire. I want my spouse to want what I want. And I want to want what they want. So we can have a harmonious marriage. I know I sound like Pastor Todd, but I'm talking as God. As Christ. Like, I want my bride to desire what I desire. Man, y'all not with me. You are the bride of Christ. You are the body of Christ. I want you to want what I want because we're in this thing together. But here's the thing. He's God. So he's not maneuvering his desire. In marriage, you got to compromise. You bend a little. I bend a little. Our marriage stands straight. You bend to the right, I bend to the left, our marriage is straight. With God, he's straight. Yep, I'm going to stand here as long as y'all need me to. He ain't moving. He said, I will, I'm the same yesterday, today. Tell your neighbor, he ain't going to change. He ain't going to change. So if somebody needs to change or adjust in this relationship, look at your neighbor and say, it's you, homie. It's you, homie. <laughs> look back at him and say, you too. You too. Y'all like that, don't you? <laughs> you put your finger right in his face too. It's you. 
She couldn't wait for that part of the service. God is not adjusting, y'all. He's not moving. It's either his way or no way. But his way is the best way. It's just against our uh, immediate temporary craving. Most of us have immediate right now. I want this now. And it's temporary, but we don't know it. The problem with, oh man, the problem with our way is we don't know it's temporary. Ooh, that's good. The problem with our desires is we don't realize in the moment that this ain't going to last. Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? And those of us who are, on, are beyond that point, because you do know it ain't going to last, but you don't care. That's the scary people right there. I'm scared of you. I know it ain't going to last. I just need to feel this for two seconds. I'll be all right. That's no fear of God. So the point of prayer is to become one. It's to become one. To know what he wants. David was a man after God's own heart. He prayed to him all the time. He worshipped him all the time. He praised him all the time. So he knew what God wanted. He kind of knew before. You understand what I'm saying? Moses talked to God face to face. Communication, conversation makes you one with God conversation he speaks you speak you speak he speaks he listens you listen you listen he listen y'all get into each other's mind you're getting into each other's hearts you're getting into each other's wants you're getting in. I'm trying to tell y'all has anybody ever been one with somebody in here anybody with anybody on earth can you lift your hand so I can see who I'm talking okay thank you because y'all ain't saying nothing I mean, do y'all know what I'm talking about I'm preaching okay good thank you love yeah, to be one with someone is an amazing thing. And you can trust, here we go, here we go. You can trust letting go and embracing his way. You can trust it. You ain't got to fear like, oh, I don't know what he's going to do. I don't know how it's going to turn out. You don't have to know. I trust that all things work together for good. Let me, let me get y'all out of here. Go to the next one. You, okay, uh, 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 check your desires. Go to the next one. Check your desires because you ask God for something and you don't receive it because you ask with the wrong motives. Make sure you don't have the wrong motives out of selfishness or with an unrighteous agenda. Never have an unrighteous agenda. Check yourself before you ask. Before you get mad that you don't have something selfish. I'm just trying to really remove anger and confusion. I've been asking for it. God ain't giving me. Okay, well, what's the reason you asked? Because this might be the hindrance. Before you get mad at God and mad at church and mad at prayer and mad at everything, are your motives unrighteous? Do you have a selfish agenda? So that when you get what you want, you may spend it on your hedonistic desires. I'm not going to really go into that because I want to go. Uh, I, I want to keep going. It says, keep, keep going. I want to move it quickly because we have a reception after this. I'm excited. Be not ye therefore like unto them. So Jesus is talking about People who are praying, and the Sadducees and the Pharisees and the priests are saying prolific prayers. And thou God who sitteth on the throne, all that stuff, right? He's doing all these prolific prayers. God's like, hey, don't be like them. Because your father knows what things you have need of before you. <laughs> he knows what you have need of before you ask. Isn't that a great thing? Because it's not a surprise to God whatever you're going to ask him. It's, you get nervous. See, the, the, the problem with asking God is that we filter it through our earthly relationships, right? Or we don't have our natural father, or, or our natural father was dysfunctional. Or, so, so we filter asking people, asking God through how people respond when you ask them. But God is not like man. That's good news. I say God is not like man. So sometimes we're fearful, you know what I mean, in, in asking. A lot of people don't like to ask. Here we go. A lot of people don't like to ask because a lot of people don't like to owe. I don't want to owe you nothing. If you're going to bless me, just bless me. I don't want to hear about it. And I don't want to. If I'm going to pay you back in 30 days, after 30 days, I don't want to. We don't want to owe, which is why we don't ask. Because most people put strings and stipulations on their gifts to you. But God is not like that. 
I'm going to say it again. God is not like that. He's not going to hold it over your head. Remember when I, he's not going to do that. He's not like, man, you can ask him and he already knows what you have need of before you ask. I said it Wednesday. So why do we have to still ask? Why do we have to still ask if he already knows what we have need of? I heard it like this. Wednesday, I made a little bit more sense of it, but I'm going to just give you raw how how, how I heard it. Right. I said, well, God, why do we have to ask if you already know what we have need of? You're God. Just bless bless me. I mean, hallelujah. Nah. He said, he said, because I created you to function. So I was like, you know, his word is seed, right? So he just drops it and you got to develop it. And like, what is that? Okay, so sometimes you get a word from God. You may not understand it going in because it's a seed. You got to meditate on it. You got to water it. You got to give it some sun. And then it'll open up and tell you what he means. That's That's another word right there. So I created you the function. What does that mean? What does that, what does that mean? So the, I, I said it Wednesday. When it's time for a child to develop, you don't just give them everything they want. You, 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 you wave in front of them the thing they desire. Ah, 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 what? Ah, ah, ah. You know when your child can say please and thank you, but they still, ah, ah. You're like, uh, 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 uh. You don't give it to them unless they function correctly. Uh, okay. You understand what I'm saying? It's time for you to develop. I created you to communicate. So I want to talk to you. That's why I don't give you everything before you ask. Because I want to develop our relationship. So when you pray and when you talk to me, I give it to you quickly. But I don't just give you everything I know you need. Because you become spoiled. You become entitled. And you become undeveloped and dysfunctional. No, I created you to have power in your mouth. So go ahead and ask. Say something. Y'all. If you carry your kid everywhere, they will not learn to walk. And they were created to function. So you got to put them down and they're like, ah, 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 come on. Come on, Winston. Y'all seen the parents do that? You think they're the meanest person in the world? No, God created you to function. Get up off them knees and walk like a two-year-old that you are. I'm sick of seeing 10-year-olds in strollers. Get them out them strollers and let them walk around Disney. God created them to function. I can't stand it. Them legs hitting the ground because they too big. They walking in it anyway. They walking in the stroller. The parent not even pushing them. They... Wait, Winston, wait, Winston. <laughs> you feel me? You ever seen them? Y'all seen them, right? Like, Cynthia, Cynthia, Winston is leaving. I created you to function, so I don't just serve you before you ask. God is not being mean. God is not trying to bait you. He's trying to get you to function. You got to learn how to talk to me because you're going to need me. You're going to need me in that next season. You're going to need to learn how to say something. In this next season, y'all hearing what I'm saying? Yeah, you're three now, but when you're 23, you need to learn how to talk to me because you're going to need me. So I don't give you everything, even though I know what you have need of, because I created you to function. Communication is function. Here we go. I won't get to this. Let me get to this. Check this out, y'all. I'm just moving quickly. Are y'all getting something out of this? Check this out. It's going to get gooder in a minute. It's going to get gooder. (laughs) Ask, and it shall be given you. Seek. And ye shall find. Knock. And it shall be opened unto you. See all them shells? My dad used to say, God's shells are loaded. Okay, he's older, y'all. Give him a break. Give him a break. Thank you. Give him a break. I love you, Dad. Sorry they didn't get with you on that one. (laughs) Yeah. So ask, seek, and knock. And it shall be given to you. Go to the next one. Ask, same scripture, and keep on asking. Uh Uh-oh. 
we don't want this today, Tim. I wanted to end on the praise and worship. I promise I did. Another interpretation says, ask and keep on asking. And it will be given to you. Seek and keep on seeking. <laughs> and you will find. Knock and keep. Tell your neighbor, keep knocking, keep knocking. Ask your neighbor, can you hear me now? Keep knocking. And the door will be open. <laughs> Hallelujah. I'm going to get through this today. I'm going to just go through it. I want to break everything down. This is not the year, like I said, to be prideful. I asked. No, I, I asked. I looked. Did you, did you find it? I saw. I seeked. I sought. I looked. It should. Oh, God. Jesus. Jesus. When it comes to the desires of your heart, especially godly ones, it should never be a past tense. Asked. I already asked. I knocked. I sought. No. Asking. Did God bless you? I'm seeking. Not I already asked. I'm still asking. Y'all quiet for some reason. Because seeking and because asking and knocking directly probes humility and honor. Let's talk about this for two seconds. Yeah, to ask, you gotta come under. Because you ain't got it. Well, this side is quiet. Okay, where my daughter's at? Hey, family, y'all good over here? Yeah. To ask means I don't got it. Can you? May I? You got to come under to ask, which is why people don't ask. <laughs> You're not willing to stoop down to step up. The way up is down. We know this. Humble yourselves. Under the mighty hand of God, and he will exalt you in due time. But if, you, if you're so prideful, you will miss blessings because you won't ask. You need humility to ask. You need humility to knock. And we are so prideful and stubborn, we refuse. I, I'll do without it. Some of us will do without the next level in 2019 because we're not humble enough. Oh, this is good. You know I'm telling the truth. Because you did that last year. Yep. Yep. Some people you should ask for their forgiveness. Yep. But we ain't going to do that. You know what we're going to say? They know I ain't mean it. They know I was mad. They knew that was just, they know I don't. But we don't come under. I love this blessed quietness. And I'm not even trying to step on your toes. This is just the truth of it. Even if it's five measly dollars, you might have to ask somebody for that because you don't have it. And not that it ain't coming. You might get five, your other five dollars on the 15th, but today is the third. I got to go 12 days <laughs> trying to figure out what I'm going to eat for lunch instead of asking There is, a, 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 oh God, help me word this right, because this is your holy word, Jesus. Chew the meat and spit out the bones of what I'm about to say. There is a degree of humiliation in humility. Not that God is trying to humiliate you, but it could feel. Y'all feeling me? It could feel humiliating to be to walk in humility. So before we are humiliated, we, please, I'll work it out. It'll happen. And we don't ask and we don't seek and we don't knock and we don't receive. Are you willing to be humili humiliated? I didn't say you will ever be because he said he will, you will not be shamed and you'll receive double for your shame. So he's not going to humiliate you. I'm asking, are you willing to be humiliated? He's not going to kill your son, Abraham, but are you willing to sacrifice him? Come on! Come on! Because after all, Jesus was willing to be humiliated, and he was. So in humility comes that, ooh. 
I got to be supreme. You know what I mean? I got to be on point. Especially since social media, I got to post all strong selfies. Happy Sunday. Click. When you're done, you just drop like, where that $5 coming from? Ask. And I ain't just talking about post your cash app on your birthday. <laughs> it's my birthday, cash app, dollar sign, tie tie trip trip. Thank y'all in advance for all y'all. <laughs> oh, because that's asking people to serve you. That's easy. Ask, let me keep going. Ask and keep on asking. Let's talk about this for a second. Yes. So in asking, see, see God is going to teach us how to do this. You ready? How much time y'all got? So. I know y'all kids is yawning. I got, I got 20 minutes on here, but I, I'm going to try to take less. Because I know y'all kids is yawning and y'all getting hungry. I got you. I got you. But I want to give y'all this so badly. Okay? So, so, so God is like, yo, ask and you shall receive. Okay, God. No, ask and keep on asking. Seek, keep on seeking. You can't afford to stop if you ain't got it. Let me hear some life just for two seconds and I'll go back in. You cannot afford to chill if you have not yet attained. You can't retire until you completed your job. Yeah. How are you taking a nap on the job? You got to look at your neighbor and say, wake up. You ain't got it yet. Keep asking. You ain't got it yet. Keep seeking. You ain't got it yet. Keep knocking. Keep knocking. I'm a, I'm a, we'll talk about that later. So God, how? How? He's teaching us how to ask now. Y'all ready? All right, here we go. Let me do this really quick. So Saul here is about to be the next king of Israel, right? The nation of Israel, the children of Israel saw all the other kingdoms had a king. And they said, God, we want a king. They told their king, we want a king. <laughs> I ain't going to go into that. God said, okay, you want a king? I got you. Saul. I'm going to choose Saul. So Samuel, so Saul goes to look for his father's sheep. <laughs> his father lost the sheep. Samuel's going to look for the sheep. They out there a couple of days. I mean, Saul's looking for the sheep. He told his servant, you know what? We ain't going to find these sheep. Let's just go on home. Ah, we tried. Let's go on home. And then look, this is the next scripture. But the servant replied, hey, look, hold on, Saul. In this town, there is a man of God. He is highly respected, and everything he says comes true. They called him the seer in the Bible, the prophet. Hey, before we leave, Saul, there is a prophet in this town. Let's see. Perhaps he will tell us the way to take. Let's ask him. Saul is about to show you how to ask. A, is humility involved. B, honor honor Saul said to his servant if we go what can we give man y'all ain't if we ask him something what are we going to give him to honor him first it got quiet over this side let me go over here if I'm about to ask him for something that will help me, what can I give him to honor him? You don't just come to people asking without humility and honor. You don't do that. I'm trying to tell you and teach you why we don't have the things we ask for. A, make sure your motives are clean. Cool. B, make sure you come in humility. Now, y'all, let me get five dollars. Come on, stop playing. No. Yeah, see, y'all. Why I got to be asked like that? So I got to be kind. I got to respond kindly to that. That's too familiar. There's no honor. There's no humility. Y'all not with me this morning. I feel it. Yeah, you don't ask like that. Y'all, let me get a ride real quick. I'm late. People, you, they don't respond. They be like, "Okay, no problem." And because people respond kindly, you think that's the way to ask. 
But that's only because you're familiar. You go to a restaurant, you just turn into the proper etiquette. You got the, the, the salad fork over here. May I please have some of the croutons from the back with the cucumbers? You got all this kindness and humility when it's a stranger. Live, I need y'all this morning, please. You're more kind to strangers than family and friends that have been there for you, that have loved you through your mess, or than God who's always with you. Don't get so familiar that you don't honor. Man, y'all. All our food is gone. What? We, we have no gift to take the man of God. We're not just going to ask him for something without giving him a gift. I like how quiet it is and we don't even think like that. Because we're thinking, I'm the one who needs something. I'm the one that's in the negatives. Why I gotta take someone who's in the overflow a gift? Stop. Thank you, my love. That's why we married. That's what I'm saying. We're one. You said the same thing I was gonna say. I'm gonna say it in a natural, worldly way. Stop counting my money. Okay. He don't need nothing. That boy got, uh, that's, uh-uh. Ain't about what I have. It's about how you honor, okay. How you honor what I have because you need some. That's good. It's not about what I have. It's about how you honor me because you need what I have. I'm not just talking about time now. I'm talking about God. Yeah, it's not about what can I give God? No, no. Praise me, thank me, do all that. Don't count my praises. Yes, I got angels. Yes, the seas praise me. Yes, the winds obey me. Yes, the mountains crumble. Yes, the birds fly and say thank you, Jesus. Yes, the trees wave glory to your name. Yes, the whole earth praises me. But I want your praise. Ah, You want something from me? I want something. something from you matter of fact everybody that needs something from God scream thank you Jesus ain't about what I got it's about what you need some people come to me and ask me questions Wednesday night or something like that and they come and they just give me like 10 or 12 dollars First of all, you don't have to give me anything as far as my instruction to the church. I'm not, I'm, this is not a campaign to, to slip me $5 every time I give you advice. Because it's not about me needing it. It's about your level of honor. Because God responds to that. He don't even respond to your words. He responds to that heart. So if you go, man, he got him. He got it. Hey, let me get $50, yo. He got it. No, that's arrogance and lack of honor. So God's response to that is, it's a no. It's a no. And then you mad. Oh, you got it? Yeah, I do. Because I know how to be humble and I know how to honor. Live is quiet this morning. Where are my people? Never mind. Where are my people who don't mind giving honor where it's due? I'm not coming to the man of God and asking him anything without giving him something. He got everything, but I'm going to give $10 or I'm going to give I, I don't, my chain. I don't know. You don't have to let God deal with you. Not, I'm not saying let gifts run around this place, but I'm saying that it needs to be a love. Give him a compliment. You look good today, Bass. I like that. I want to ask you something real quick. I don't know. Don't just bust through texting. Yo, let me get $100. Excuse me. I'm fine. Pretty rough day yesterday, but it's starting off cool today. Thank you. I literally respond to people like this. Fine, thank you. I'm sorry. Can I have a hundred? No. I'm not mean and I'm not, but I, I, will, I will perpetuate your dysfunction. And you'll go to the next place dishonoring. So I'm not going to feed that. So don't just ask. It's not just ask. Y'all ask. Ask. How you ask is what I'm talking about now. Woo! 
and the effectual fervent prayers of the righteous availeth much not the passive frustrated prayers God ain't moved by your emotions he don't care that you mad God could you oh, oh they mad let me heaven heaven respond she mad so heaven does not respond to emotions oh God let me get through this really quick okay if any one of you if any one of you eh, I'm, I'm trying to rush through this if any one of you lacks wisdom, King James said, let him ask of God who will give it. He won't see your lack of wisdom as an opportunity to scold you over your failures. But he will overwhelm your failures with his generous grace. Ain't that crazy? So if you lack wisdom or anything, ask it of God. And he's not going to be like, wow, you ain't got, wow, you ain't got, you should have had this by now. You he's not going to use it as an opportunity to scold you. Yeah, you failed. You might have messed up before you came to God. You know, you tried everything else before him. He's not going to use that as an opportunity. What took you so long to get to me then? Oh, where you go first? That's my point. Hold on. I'm, hold on. Let's talk. God ain't like that. Remember the prodigal son? The dad didn't say, where are you at? Where was you at? He never asked that. He just supplied me. So God is not going to use this as an opportunity to scold you because of your failures or your weaknesses, or your sins, but his grace, I love it, his, his generous grace is going to overwhelm your failures. Get ready for all your failures to be overwhelmed by God's grace. God, they're not, oh, y'all hearing me? Your failures will not even be considered. Your sins and mistakes won't even be considered. It'll be drowned in the pool of God's, y'all should get excited about that in here. Is anybody ready for God to overwhelm your failures with his grace? All right, I'll move quick. Where, where should I go? Next. Next after that. Next. Thank you so much. If your parents, if your children ask you for a loaf of bread, do you give them a stone instead? <laughs> or if they ask for a fish, do you give them a snake? Of course not. So if you sinful people know how to give good gifts to your children... We're going home, y'all. If the wicked know how to be good to their kids, how much more your heavenly father knows how to give good gifts to those who ask. Look at somebody say, get to asking. That's the wrong side. Tell them on the other side. Get to asking. Ask. ask. He's ready. He's waiting to give good gifts. He's looking. The Bible says the eyes of the Lord run to and fro, seeking whom he may uh, show himself strong on the behalf of. God is ready to be good to you. And all you got to do is. First of all, you got to understand who you are. He's talking. He's talking in a certain context. He could have talked as a God. But he's talking as a father. I'm all powerful. I'll give you whatever you need in the universe. No, I'm your dad. I'm your father. Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? I want to give good gifts to you because you are my child. The Bible's, I love this point. I'm, I, oh, God. The Bible says, this is my first closing. Could y'all get on the instrument so I could just be quiet? Because if y'all don't do that, I'm just going to blah, 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 blah. <laughs> the Bible says, listen to this, we have been adopted into the beloved. And I used to think that adoption meant to be kind of estranged. I thought adoption meant kind of like, ugh, you weren't planned. You kind of just kind of fell into a system. Like, No, adoption is probably one of the, it's like the greatest, that means you've been assessed. <laughs> oh, I'm about to run around here. You've been processed. You've been monitored. You've been considered. You have been watched. And he chose you. Look at somebody say, I'm chosen. I'm not random. He processed me. I'm not random. He accessed me. I'm not random. I am chosen. Everybody chosen in here. Make some noise. That's not loud enough. Everybody glad that you've been adopted. God looked at everybody else in your family, but he chose you. Somebody give God glory. I've been adopted. I've been adopted. He looked at others and he passed them up, but he chose me. 
He chose you. He chose you. He chose you. That's amazing. He watched you. He looked out of everybody else. He said, that's the one I want. And you're here. You've been adopted, watch this, into the beloved. I want to say one more thing. And I'm going to just end it here. If, that's such a good point. If anybody feels random in here, be secured in the fact that you have been hand-selected. I said, good God Almighty. Hand, heaven came to the adoption agency called Earth and said, which one do you want today? And God said, no, no, no. But he looked at you and said, yes. Look at your neighbor and said, he said yes. He said yes. I'm so glad he said yes. I'm here because he said yes. I'm alive because he said yes. I'm, no, I'm not excited yet. He chose you out of everybody in your family, out of everybody in your neighborhood, out of everybody in your city. He chose you. Oh, How? All right, y'all don't like that point. <laughs> chose you he evaluated you that means considered your mistakes that means considered your tendencies that means looked at your records he looked at your records and still chose you any sickness that was on your list, he said, I can handle that. Any dysfunction that was on the list, I can handle that. Any problem that was, I can handle that. Because I love, y'all not ready yet. He loves me. Somebody say, he loves me. You ain't got to like me, that's cool. I'm already loved. You ain't got to accept me, that's cool. I'm already loved. You ain't got to hang with me, that's cool. I'm already loved. Bahaya. All right. Let's go. Everybody stand and thank you. Everybody on your feet. Thank you all for coming today. Woo. Adopted. I've been assessed. <laughs> I've been marked. <laughs> I've been processed. He looked at me and said, that ain't that bad. I can cover that. <laughs> you ain't that old. I can cover that. You're not that bad. I can cover that. I know your sins are great, but I got more grace. I can cover that. I've been adopted. I've been adopted. I've been adopted. Some parents didn't plan for a child, but you don't go to an adoption agency without planning on leaving with a child. God knew exactly what he was doing when he adopted you. Others didn't want you. That's why you're at the adoption agency. But I looked at good God. I chose you. Others threw you away because they had another agenda. But I love you. Oh, check this out, Liv. We've been accepted and adopted into the beloved. When, when Jesus, I preached this before too, when Jesus was baptized, here's my last point. Thank you all for coming. I love you all. I want to leave you with this. When Jesus was baptized, he came out of the water and a voice from heaven, or the, uh, the, the dove, the Holy Spirit descended like a dove. A voice from heaven said, this is my, be this is my beloved son. In whom I am well pleased. Everybody, like, whoa. This must be the Son of God. This is my beloved Son. Beloved Son. Next scripture says, He was led of the Spirit into the wilderness. 40 days being tempted. The devil came and said, If you be the Son of God, turn these stones into bread. He was tempting him with something evil. And it's only evil because of who the instruction came from. You know what I mean? Because you could be like, well, what's so bad about turning stones into bread? I'm not going to obey his instruction. Because then I'm servant to him. He said, if you be the son of God, throw yourself off the... The devil never said, beloved. 
God says, this is my beloved son. The devil says, if you be the son of God. Because when he's trying to tempt you, knowing that you're loved is counter-temptation. Yes, sir. Yes. <laughs> it diffuses the strength of the alluring of the enemy. Because if I remind you you're already loved, it'll diffuse what I'm trying to do in your life. Sin becomes less when I know I'm already loved. So if anything, the enemy does not want you to know or be reminded that you are beloved. No matter what you do, you're going to be loved. <laughs> I love that. You're going to be loved. No matter where you are in life, you're going to be loved. Look at your neighbor and say, good afternoon, beloved. Say to the other one, how are you, beloved? As you go, remind people that they are loved. Hi, good. How you doing? Happy Sunday, beloved. You look so good, beloved. Remind each other. You love, girl. You love, man. You already love. The devil can't get you with that this week. You already love. He can't trick you. You already love. You've been adopted into the beloved. You're already loved. Yeah. You're already accepted. You're already approved, my love. Today, I want us to embrace, uh, let me just go back over real quick. Really, I want you to leave with the humility and the honor of asking. And I want you to understand that it's not one ask, and I did it. That's arrogance. Ask and keep asking. It's a posture of humility. Seek, keep seeking. It's a, it's a posture of diligence. Knock and keep knocking. It's a posture of humility and add honor. Add honor to what and who you ask. I'm telling you all, make sure your motives are right and understand that you've been adopted into the beloved. You're already chosen. If that's good news to you, clap your hands in Jesus' name. Thanks for listening to today's message. We pray you were blessed by God's word. If you would like to partner with us so that we can continue sharing the gospel around the world, please visit livechurchorlando.com.